Hey kids, what would you say to having a thousand friends? What would you say to having a thousand friends who could have a thousand different adventures? What would you say to having a thousand friends with dead eyes that stare straight into your soul? Presenting Hugo, man of a thousand faces. The new friend that will be whoever you want him to be. Until he enters your nightmares and haunts your dreams. Hugo has a disguise for every situation. Until he doesn't, and then he gets mad. Hugo, man of a thousand faces. And evil intentions. Get yours today. And say goodbye to sleep. In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, meta-human destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Guardians of Geek. Season six explosion, baby! <laughs> <laughs> this is our sixty seventh explosion, and we're still excited so awesome. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, I'm Loop, and I'm Larry, and this is Guardians of Geek. This is our sixth season opener, uh, sixty seven episodes, as Larry just said, and uh, it's we're back. And this might be one of the earliest episodes we've ever done. We just, we had so much to talk about and we're so excited. We couldn't wait a, literally a second longer. <laughs> Another second. Um, <laughs> Just quickly off the top, you'll notice we have a new logo because every season we try to do a logo based on um, like some, some popular like geeky show that, you know, or movie that we've watched in our lives. And then we also have t-shirts. Yes. For the we... first time. If you would, uh, if you'd like a, a Loop and Larry t-shirt to proudly display your love of pop culture just uh, send us a message and we can hook you up. Yep. And a free um, telephone football phone as well as yes. part of that deal. <laughs> all, for, all for Sports Illustrated is great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's awesome. So, this is the first time we've, like, you've gotten a shirt in the past. You kind of got one done up from, a, yep. from our first logo. But this is the first time we've gotten, like, official shirts. Like, basically. matching matching shirts. Yeah, I got I got a black one and a red one. I, I only got a black one. But yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm good with that. But they can come in any color you want. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's you the pick the color. Thing. We'll make the shirt. That's how it goes. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is the exciting thing. <laughs> well, let's let's jump right into it. Let's go right into Top Pop. This is where we talk about geeky things that we have done or doing or excited about. Let's hit it right now. Hey, kids. It's time for Lulu and Larry's Totally Tubular Top Right, this is Top Pop, and as I said, it, it, this is where we kind of geek out over things and talk about things we've been doing that are kind of geeky, and, and usually most of the things we do are very geeky. <laughs> so, <laughs> so first off, uh, let's talk about Fan Expo, because this is the big uh, uh, sort of like geek convention that's in Canada. It's the biggest one in, like, I don't know how, it's the second biggest one in North America, or? something. I think it's the third biggest after San Diego and New York. Okay. So, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> yeah, it, it's huge. It's like a hundred thousand people over four days, or it could be. I don't know what the numbers are now. More, but it's bad. It's big. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. So we went to that uh, in uh, end of August. And what were your thoughts, Larry, on this one? Well, so this is the first year I feel like that they're really back a hundred percent since COVID because they they came back last year, but it was kind of half 
half capacity and half the vendors and half the, but this year was 100% back to full capacity full on comic-con so it was I, I thought it was exciting to be back into that whole thing I just having 100,000 people around it just it felt like going home again it was it was really cool <laughs> I thought I thought it was good I was excited to be there however there were a lot of celebrity cancellations this year that yeah, a lot lurch <laughs> <laughs> there were had, a lot and there's some big yeah. ones too some pretty big names that i think a lot of people base their tickets buying around and really yeah. like for it is a comic con it's supposed to be like about the vendors and the comics and but then obviously it's expanded into like video games and everything else um i love the vendors portion of it as much as the celebrity portion but they but the celebrity portion does draw people for sure it does it does and this year so this year they had uh, a late uh, a late announcement of Millie Bobby Brown. She was going to be coming, which was huge. Like uh, that was going to yeah. be the big draw. They had uh, Chevy Chase and um, Anthony Michael Hall, Dana Barron, and Christy Brinkley from uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Um, they had Gwendolyn Christie. They had uh, Christina Ricci. And I had tickets, photo ops, and oh, and Hayden Christensen was coming i had yeah. tickets uh to panels and photo ops with all of them and they all canceled <laughs> <laughs> so hayden christensen didn't cancel but because of the sag strike he canceled his panel so that ticket was out the window chevy chase got sick like two days before and got the pneumonia he canceled so that ticket was out the window um <laughs> billy bobby brown canceled two weeks after they announced her so yeah it was weird was gone. And then Gwendolyn Christie was doing a, a photo duel with Christina Ricci because of Wednesday. Uh, Gwendolyn Christie canceled. So that photo op that I paid for was gone. <laughs> every so, time I talked to you, like someone that you had bought for had canceled, like every one. Like it was, I couldn't believe it. Like, and I had a bunch and none of them canceled. Oh, I just really, I rolled the dice and I and I came up snake eyes. <laughs> it was terrible. I don't know if that's a dice thing or not. I, I don't know if that is. I really don't. Uh, <laughs> the, the funny part was with the vacation one, like they already didn't have the mom who was, um, yeah. I can't remember uh, her name off the, um, I was going to say Olivia Dabo, but that's not right. No, no. She yeah. wasn't there. So they replaced her with Christy Brigley, but without Chevy Chase, it's not really a vacation reunion. No. Not Beverly D'Angelo. There you go. Beverly D'Angelo. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, it really, it wasn't. And that was, so I was going to do the photo op with the four of them because I'm a huge fan of vacation, but uh, I was like, I couldn't pull the trigger because the mom wasn't there. Um, <laughs> but uh, then Chevy Chase. So I thought, okay, I'll just get Chevy Chase because he's a legend. I know he, yeah. People are not thrilled with him anymore because he's kind of gone off the deep end and says things that aren't appropriate, whatever. But like, he's just a legend. I thought, okay, I'll just get his photo up. Well, no, that was gone too. (laughs) (laughs) I did go to the panel with the rest of the National Lampoon's uh, group. But again, because of the SAG strike, they couldn't talk about National Lampoon's vacation. And so really, they didn't have anything to talk about. (laughs) That's bizarre. Like, it's the movie's like, 40 years old like they couldn't know. talk about it like no no it was it was really strange they couldn't yeah they couldn't <laughs> yeah the was... sag strike really loomed over this thing eh? like that was yeah. and it's no no fault of fan expo but it's just it just yeah. happened to be that way is yeah um, well and that's they, and that's why yeah that's why hayden christensen's panel was canceled because he said i can't talk about star wars so i don't want to i don't want you to pay 
you know, 200 bucks to come and sit in this panel and, you know, me not say anything. So, yeah. he, so he canceled it. So yeah. A little bit sad, but. And who, so who did you get any photo ops? I think you got a few. I got, I one, I got one photo op with um, Brian Baumgartner, who was, who played Kevin on the office. And, yes. the, and the only reason I did that was because I, because I could do this. <laughs> And you look, you kind of look like him. And that's like, and I kind of a little bit look like him. <laughs> that was, that's a classic photo. If yeah. you're watching this, you can see it right now. If you're not watching this and you're listening to it, you're, you're missing out because this is classic. <laughs> um, and then, and both of us got Anthony Michael Hall. I got like a, the pro shot. You got one at the table, right? Just but, at the table. And that was a last minute thing too, because he had nobody. Anthony Michael Hall, like this is Anthony Michael Hall. I was, I thought that he'd be a kind of a draw. I thought a lot of people would want to talk to him. He had nobody at his table and I felt, I just felt guilty. So I kind of went up and guilty. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure he money. had people at points depending like, cause I, there was points I walked by and there was lots of people on his table. Oh, so, there? Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, it just that. depended what, who, what the group was and whatever. Like I'm a huge, like of all the, the classic movies he did weird science is like my top one. Like I love weird science. And so I was super excited when I saw he was going to be there. And I, yeah. and it, he, he's one of those celebrities that as who really changed from a kid to like, he really turned into an adult. So yeah. he doesn't like there's, there's features of him in there, but he doesn't look like, you know, some kids still kind of look like them as adults. He's yeah. one of them that doesn't like, he looks like a full adult, like completely yeah. different. Like, so he looks like somebody's dad. <laughs> yeah. But I remember him from like dead zone too. Like, like, you know, yeah. like that show. And he was in the recent most, like, I think this not the most recent Halloween, maybe the one before he was in, yeah. I think he was in one of the, he was one, one of the Halloweens for sure. So yeah. I think it was the second last one, um, which was pretty cool. So I, uh, yeah, I definitely got his. And then I got, uh, who else did I get? I got like um, the office, all the office uh, oh, yeah. cast. Like, so there was three of them there. Um, it was like Meredith, Stanley and Kevin. I got yep. them. Uh, yep. Christina Ricci. I got uh, from obviously Wednesday, Yellow Jackets, Anthony Michael Hall. I've got uh, Ming-Na Wen from um, uh, Boba Fett and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I'm a big yeah. fan of oh, hers. Yes, yeah. And then I got at the last second, here's another one where no one was at his table just at that moment. So I got Harvey Gilliam from um, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, nice. So, yeah. which was cool. Like, I, because I, I love that show. It's like yeah. so good. So I, yeah. uh, I was able, and that point he, no one was there. So I was able to ask him some questions about the show and how they shoot it and all that kind of stuff. So that was kind of cool. So I yeah. love, I love when you like are so excited about a, a celebrity and really want to meet them, but apparently nobody else does. So when you get there, there's nobody else in line. So you actually get that like five minutes that yeah. you can stay and talk to your celebrity and, and they're happy to talk because they're not doing anything else. Like, yeah, I, yeah, they're there and it's like they don't like it's it's I mean, depending on the questions you ask, they're usually pretty good at answering most stuff. Like yeah. I, he didn't really talk about like what was going on in the show, obviously, because he couldn't, but I, I asked him just about like the how they shoot it and how much was improv and stuff like that. And that stuff he could answer. So yeah, exactly. I think I think that's fun. So uh, because we are such fans of like 80s and 70s stuff, <laughs> when when those celebrities show up at, at places, there's a pretty good chance we're going to be able to sit and talk to them for a minute. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they're, they're not they're not as popular as we think they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. I mean, everybody has different impact on like your life, right? Like different actors do like there's people that like actors. That I don't even hardly know, but they yeah. grew up with them in whatever capacity. So it's pretty cool to see like what what pe who people like really like gravitate to at the shows, because usually it's always there's some crossover, but it's always different people depending on what you watch. 
Yeah. And that's what's so fun about Fan Expo is just seeing what other people are into. And we we comment on this every year when we're watching the cosplay people walk around. Like, I'd say like half of the people are, are cosplaying as anime characters that we've never heard of, don't know anything about, but no. but there's such a huge fan base for them. And I, I find that really cool is that there's a huge fan base for stuff that we don't even know about. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Which means cool. that there's it's more like, out there that we could geek out about that we have. I, I know, but it's like, you got to put a cap on it at some point because it gets too crazy yeah. when you start getting into too much stuff. Um, yeah. So what else has been going on? What else have you been geeking out about? So I I just recently for for whatever reason I'm not a hundred percent sure why oh I know why uh, I I've I've re reignited my passion for the Chucky franchise <laughs> I think it's because Halloween is coming up scary scary movie season and also they just released the Bride of Chucky on 4K for the first time on on 4K Blu-ray so I was really excited about that so because I'm I am who I am. I decided to buy the entire franchise on 4K Blu-ray. Oh my so god! Even though That's even though awesome. I've got them on Blu-ray, I've got them on VHS. I've got them. On oh, v- I know. You have to get the the 4K Blu-ray. You really then, do. Yeah, because I got all all seven movies. Then I, of course I had to buy season one and season two of the TV show, <laughs> <laughs> which I've never actually watched. But, I've watched both okay. seasons. <laughs> yes, and uh, you have. And so here's the thing I wanted I want to mention real quick. So when the first season of Chucky came out, I watched the first episode and I hated it. I was so do you remember we talked about yes. this on Yeah, uh, that was one of your worst it. picks of the year. Yes. I just I was so upset that Chucky killed a guy by vomiting on him. <laughs> I was like that's not and I was so annoyed by that and I, so then I stopped watching after the first episode because I was like no, this is no good. So now that I'm like all excited about Chucky again, I thought, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give it another shot. I binged the entire first season in two days and I, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Actually. I thought it was pretty, pretty, pretty good. Like it as was far as- so, it was so good. And what I liked about it was that it was, they were obviously sort of making fun of themselves. Like they knew they weren't taking it overly seriously. Plus there's a ton of references to other horror movies uh, in in this series like at one point tiffany um jennifer tilly is driving an old uh uh plymouth which turns out to be the same car that freddy krueger drives at the end of yeah uh, do you remember so she's driving freddy krueger's car um and then in one of the episodes they do a flashback to when tiffany and um charles lee ray who becomes chucky uh hook up and they move into their first apartment and when they open the door to their first apartment, the number on the door is 237. Oh, yeah. The Shining. <laughs> the Shining. Yeah, that's right. I saw that documentary, actually. It's pretty cool. Yes. So they're doing, they're throwing in all these like Easter eggs for other horror franchises or other horror properties. And I just thought that was awesome. I thought that was really well done. And just the fact that they bring back everybody from uh from like Andy Barkley from the original all of these all of these people from all the different movies make appearances in this and I didn't I didn't give it enough time the first time around to realize that so now I'm a huge fan of the <laughs> oh no oh and no I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm taking back my worst show of the year uh, okay. comment well so then you got to give things a second chance <laughs> So I, maybe this year I'll go back to the or a chance crystal. at all because you only watched like a one episode. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I might go back to the Dark Crystal this year. We're not sure. Wow, we'll see. <laughs> anyway, that was pretty exciting. <laughs> That's awesome. 
I love how you bought the whole thing. I love how you bought the whole thing. That's like that's a classic geek move right there yep. when you just go and buy the whole thing. Um, well, and, and Amazon Amazon had it all, so it all came within like two days. Now I've got that's everything. awesome, beautiful. It almost yep. makes me want to cry. It's so good. I know. <laughs> so mine is I I don't know why I didn't know this was coming out, and I just discovered it the other day, and I had no clue that this was even a movie. Um, Thanksgiving, directed by Eli Roth, yes. is coming out. I had no yes. clue that they were he was actually making a movie based on the original trailer from from Grindhouse, yeah. and I was like like so excited and now it doesn't look grindhousey like the trailer did like but it still looks pretty good like i watched the trailer and i was like this actually looks pretty fun and I eli roth is like to me like you know he's he knows his horror and yeah. uh, he knows his history of horror and this looks like like if it works out this could be like a, a like a sequel type movie to me I think so too. I was, I felt the same. I didn't know it was coming. The boom, there it was. I'm like, you're kidding. I mean, when did Grindhouse come out? That was probably 10 years ago. It was 2007. Oh, even more than that. It was a long yeah. time ago. So it's taken them a long time to put this together. But yeah, I was so excited because that was one of my favorite of those fake trailers in Grindhouse yeah. was, was Thanksgiving. I thought that was a, so yeah, he's, he's, he's doing it. So that makes me now wonder whether they're going to eventually make the other fake trailers into movies because remember there was no there was another one called don't that was my i think my second favorite of those ones that was had yeah. um oh he does, uh, a, he does a lego will arnett he does the voiceover yeah. for that and it's so good that's um, right yeah you want to go into the basement don't, don't. <laughs> it's just so fast yeah. don't, don't. <laughs> it's just so good but uh, but yeah i love the trailer for the original thanksgiving and i was like i always thought this would make an actual really good movie and yeah. so now they're finally making it so it's released on november 17th so i am like pumped about this movie like i think it's just gonna be awesome you know the two of us are gonna go see that together when 100 percent, oh, yeah. like, no <laughs> like this one actually just, looks good like i love I just, eli roth like i just think it's gonna be good i just hope that they make it a little bit corny like a little bit cheesy like the original trailer was because yeah, it kind of looks like it might be it might i'm hoping so like i'm hoping because the original trailer kind of looked like this from the 70s almost like that 70s horror yeah like, i don't think it's going to be grindhouse looking but it, no. it does look it does look kind of has some cheese factor in it but yeah. but, but the thing yeah. about that trailer would made me laugh because i just watched it again today because i hadn't seen it in so long was that everyone gets decapitated <laughs> like every person just like that's doesn't matter who they are they're decapitated yeah. like I love it. This is going to be such a good. That's I'm I'm excited about this one. I think it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I love when you, a movie suddenly coming out that you didn't even know was being made, and all of a sudden you're like, yeah. oh man, I don't even have to wait that long for it. It's like nope. basically out in like like a month. So yeah, there great. it is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I love this time of year when they like when it's like scary movie season and falls coming and all this, the horror movies and stuff are coming. There's a lot that are coming out this year like that, and I I'm pretty excited about pretty excited about it. I think it's pretty cool. Well, that's pretty awesome. Cool. So you had one have, more thing before we got, uh, get to pop. Yeah, I've got one more thing. So when we ended season five, I talked real quick about this um, fitness challenge that I was doing called the. Um, you say real quick, but it was like I remember when I was editing. It was oh like yeah, minutes. it was about fifteen <laughs> minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have any concept. I felt like I was on the journey with you when you. Did yes, that. <laughs> I did it in real time. Actually, same <laughs> amount of time it took me to do the challenge. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, so at that time, I, I had one more stage. This was the Lord of the Rings uh, fitness challenge where you get a medal for every uh, stage that you do. So this was the first medal that was uh, the Fellowship of the Ring. So I, I had to travel the the amount of distance between that the hobbits took from out of the Fellowship into their next part of the journey. And you get this medal at the end of the journey, and it has in it the the actual one ring. 
So it's just oh, that's, wild. that's pretty that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, you can't really see it very well, but it actually has the uh you can't really see it, but it actually has the Elven inscription on it. Anyway, so it came in this this first medal. And then when you finish the challenge, the last stage of the challenge is actually Mordor, where you're taking the ring, the one ring up Mount Doom, and you have to draw and you drop it in the thing. So I had to travel the distance between the start of Mordor and the end of Mordor, which was like 64 kilometers. It wasn't a huge one. Anyway, I have now finished that. So I have officially <laughs> destroyed the ring. And then you get this one, which is which is Mordor on here. And then the way this works is you've gotten the ring from the fellowship or from the from the Shire where you're getting it. And then you get a, get this metal you open it up and then you put the ring in to mordor oh and God. drop it down that's awesome <laughs> so the ring actually goes into mount doom in real life <laughs> that's awesome that's amazing so it's it just a, it's just a really cool it was like the geekiest possible thing i could do <laughs> to, to to stay healthy so anyway challenge is <laughs> completed got to do what so, you got to do you got to do what exactly. you got to do <laughs> so it took me 15 months and 2920 kilometers and now i've destroyed the one ring so i'm i'm pretty happy about that <laughs> okay gimli um <laughs> 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 well, uh, you know what we should do is we should keep traveling and then just travel oh, right to the pop capacitor. That's a good plan. Here we are. This is the pop capacitor. We usually go back and look at a movie or TV show or a toy or or something that from our from our past and then see if it still holds up, basically. And we always talk about doing toys. We've yep. never done in the five seasons of this show, never done a toy in our in the whole history of the show. Even though we're gonna do a every, toy, <laughs> even though every time you introduce a pop capacitor, every single time you say we're gonna talk about a toy, and we never do. <laughs> we never <laughs> so Let's start season six by we're going to stop lying to people and we're going <laughs> to do it <laughs> and lying to ourselves, really. And so ourselves. we're just going to we're going to yes. do a toy. Um, he's right behind me. He's Hugo, the man of a thousand faces. And there he is there. <laughs> hey, everybody. <Hi>. <laughs> There's another one. <laughs> so first off, we have to apologize to anybody who's listening to the podcast on Podbean or someplace else because this is kind of visual we're actually holding the original hugo dolls and we're going to be showing some accessories so if you can if you can flip over to the youtube version unless this totally creeps you out you might not actually want to see this yeah. thing this thing is frightening and, <laughs> is. and mine crazy. actually i bought mine at like a toy store so um called dark matter and then st thomas and it uh it someone had drawn on it with marker ah. so i've gotten most of it off that's why mine's like very like the face is very red. You see yes. where you can see, yeah. And you're missing, you're missing the little bow tie. You're missing a little tie. Oh, a little tie, yeah. So mine's not yeah. like complete. It's like, but I, I never had this as a kid, so this is one of those things. So this came out in 1975. Kenner put it out, and of course, Kenner also did all the Star Wars figures. Um, he's a uh, for those listening, a bald-headed, nondescript man with a torso and arms, and uh, he, uh, you can put disguises on him via a glue stick. And there's apparently over 1,000 combinations. And he kind of looks like, Larry's doing it right now. And he kind of looks like Mini-Me 
a little bit. Yes. <laughs> he actually looks like mini me. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does look like you. Um, there's like some of the things inside are sideburns, goatee, eyebrows, noses, chin, scars, warts, eyes, and eye patch, sunglasses, eyeglasses, uh, a mask, a head bandage, mustaches, fangs, and a wig. <laughs> And apparently the nose of a pig for some reason. Yes, yeah. He's like, not really pig sure. nose. Looks like I was just watching SCTV and they do these characters who are like they cut meat and they cut film and they, and they uh, it's like Rick Moranis and Dave yes. Thomas and they have those they have those um and the box on it says make thousands of pretend friends. <laughs> That's terrible. I know. This is Did for kids that, that can't sleep at night and. uh Oh, it does. It says easily change the schedule and fit, fit you and your puppet and create thousands of pretend friends. What the? What? <laughs> apparently, you don't have any of your own friends, so you've got to make, <laughs> make thousands of fake ones. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, we'll we'll uh, do some hits and misses on this toy. And again, I never had this as a kid, and I knew yeah. people that had it. Yeah, it's also a puppet as well. So it is. Um, it is a puppet. So let me just say, I this one that I'm holding is my original Hugo from 1975, or uh, probably got it. It came out in 75. Is that what you said? Yeah, 75. 75. Um, it's 75. I probably got it maybe a year or two later. So I was, but this is my original Hugo. This is the whole. I've got. I'm only missing a pair of glasses and a couple of warts. I've got oh, all yeah. the accessories, and I cleaned him up so he's all shiny and nice. Yeah, he actually <laughs> looks pretty good. Yeah, he's so he's he's been in part of my family since 1975. <laughs> Hidden in your basement since 1975. Yes. I, I can give I'll give you my glasses because I don't have a full set anyway. So I'll give you the oh. glasses I have, and then I'll need is some warts. Yep, perfect. I do have a I do have a couple of warts. The warts are really tiny. I don't know if you can you can kind of see them though. They're really small, and they would like just stick on his head or someplace. I don't know. <laughs> oh, now I've lost the now I've lost the wart. Okay, anyway. the wart is now lost, and now you need an yeah. extra wart. So, all right. The, uh, so let's, let's start hits and misses. I'm gonna start with a hit on this okay, on this on. toy. Yeah. Um, so remember, like, keep in mind, like we were when this came out, '75. So we were like five or six, but it hung around for like probably till like early '80s, like that. It was yes. still kind of hanging around. Um, there's very little information on this, by the way. Like it's kind of odd because it's like it, there's not even a Wikipedia page for it, which surprise me so well, and um, it's the, like it's an iconic thing like everybody knows Hugh. like everybody knows hugo but i don't know how because the other thing we tried to look up was an original tv commercial because i'm sure that there was one i'm, I'm sure positive i remember seeing one neither of us could find any commercials posted anywhere on youtube or anywhere from uh, for hugo i don't know where they all went or if we're just dreaming this but there's literally no record that this thing was ever advertised. I don't know. I, I, so I can't find very, find, can find very little information on him, like history yeah. wise or whatever. And he's like, again, like I, I consider him kind of iconic. Like not everybody yeah. had him, but he, like everybody sort of knew of someone that knew him or yeah. that had one. Like it was, it was very, it's just an odd toy. Um, the, uh, so I, the hit, my first hit is the whole concept of putting disguises on Hugo yeah. and the way they marketed it, it was, from what I remember is somewhat of like a spy. Like, so you'd put yeah. these disguises on them. And to me, anything that was a spy was like intriguing as a kid and disguises yeah. seemed intriguing as a kid. Um, so I thought like the, the idea of Hugo was pretty cool. Like, yeah. the, like the concept of him. I totally agree. I think. And now that you've said spy that I seem to remember 
that that might have been what a commercial involved. Like, from what I remember of the TV commercials, obviously we haven't seen them in almost 50 years. They don't exist anymore. Yeah. But I seem to remember that that you're right that that is how they it was marketed as as if he was he was a spy for some reason. Like I don't know I don't know what kind of spy requires Dracula fangs. But <laughs> hey, when in Transylvania, man, you got to do. Yeah, um, I, I read somebody I was reading like I got went down the rabbit hole and I read somebody said that they seem to remember from the commercial because this is a big thing online. Like people cannot find this commercial and no yeah. one seems to have any access to it. But one of the things someone said was they remembered in the commercial, whoever did the voiceover did sort of like a, a European sort of like voiceover. So it had like a spy kind of feel to it. So okay. I, I, and then what, of course that's, he said that. So now I feel like that's what I heard too, yes. but um, <laughs> it does seem familiar to me that that's what it was like. That that would totally make sense. I, I would buy that. That's why he's a man of a thousand faces. He's, he's got to change his look so he can capture the bad guy in Europe. Yes, that's right. In Europe specifically. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I've got a hit that kind of goes along with that. It's just the whole, like, your imagination was the limit with this. I mean, there yeah. there literally are, like, like, a dozen different accessories that you can put on this thing in any kind of combination. So, for example, the, the it comes with a chin that looks like this it's like a big cleft chin but i realized today you can also put it on its head and then he's then he looks like an alien from uh the twilight zone he does <laughs> you, you know put that chin anywhere it's like really it's, good. I don't it's know, a thousand I you got a thousand possibilities and combinations yeah, i discovered this one today and i thought that's i've never done that one before <laughs> so still it's still intriguing yeah it's just all pure imagination and because it doesn't really move like it's a puppet but you literally just put your hand up inside there you can see there's no like you can't move your hand you can't move his arms around or anything it's just you stuff your hand up there never never say put it up inside there again please for everybody do not google that i will stuff it up inside no I can't, no that's not good either okay, I won't nothing sounds that. good about this whatsoever no it doesn't really <laughs> but no i see i know what you're saying like there's just something yeah. intriguing about like putting disguises on on there and it was just like however you wanted all the combinations you could do it was, yes. it was very very cool yeah i love that i thought that was great all right so i'm gonna that's gonna lead me into my first miss okay uh, and i could be wrong about this but since there's no advertising and i don't think i am they'd never released additional accessory packs like i feel like at least i don't think that they did um i don't recall ever seeing that you could just go to the store and buy like an additional set of eyes or, you know, more glasses or different kind of wig. Like, I yeah. think that that was, they, they dropped the ball on that and it may be because it didn't sell very well that they didn't keep putting accessories out. But I feel like if you were able to go to the store and buy like a blonde wig or, you know, because right now he comes with, he comes with this piece of work right here. There you go. <laughs> there he comes with that. I think I had that haircut as a kid. <laughs> But yeah, the nice thing is, is it, it works on me too. <laughs> there you go. There, perfect. That actually kind of looks like your real hair. Kind of does. That's not a bad look for me, really. <laughs> well, that was one of the things. Oh, we'll talk about this in a bit. But the the uh, fact that you could you could put those disguises on, but um, yes. that's hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, so I, so but yeah, if you had been able to go to the store and buy additional accessory packs, I think this this thing would have like gone on a lot longer and a lot more people would have 
been into it you could have just done so much more if they had uh, had released more like like barbie or whatever there have been yeah. like accessory packs or gi joe exactly. and you could have just added more to them exactly yeah, maybe I, I don't know how he sold but i know a lot of people that own them so he must have sold decently like i feel like he did like i mean i i think that that i think he did i just i don't recall there ever being accessory packs now i mean if you've anybody who's listening to this if you know differently please let us know because I'd love to see if there's some additional packs out there because now I'm obsessed yeah. with them again. So if I could find an additional pack, I'll buy it. <laughs> I don't think there was. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over that hair on your head. That's hilarious. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of distracting, isn't it? <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> uh, but one of my misses is that he, he's, he's scary as hell. That's one of my misses. He's almost... Yes! creepy because he's bald and he has he's very nondescript but he has almost like a, a slightly inviting face at the same time but he's he's yeah. his eyes stare into your soul like well, they do and you know what i didn't realize until today when i was looking at it the eyes are a separate piece that have been put in there like it like if you look closely they're like set in to the yeah you can see they're set in there and they've got like gleam so they look kind of real and they, but they don't move and he doesn't, bl it is, it's terrifying. I actually had one of my misses says nightmare fuel. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it, he is, he's like kind of terrifying. But he's right. almost too blank slate. He's like, just like terrifying looking. Yeah. Cause he's not smiling, but he's got a kind of a, like a little bit of a smirk kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. There's so something about like, him that's like devious looking like. Yes. Like, what is he thinking? He looks almost like a mad scientist. Like what is he? What is he? What is he coming up with? What kind of nefarious scheme is he plotting right now? <laughs> <laughs> when I bought mine from the store, so the person that um, that owns Dark Matter put it up on the socials that he had one. So I went right there and got it. And he yeah. said he just wanted it out of his store because it was creeping <laughs> him out. Like it's, it's, it always looked like it was looking at him all yes. the time. Well, I, 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 I and I went and did a series of black and white photos with him of like me and him hanging out, like me and the and Hugo hanging yeah. out, and it was it was hilarious. I, if I have them, I'll, I'm posting them now. But that's hilarious. I I uh, I had this thing sitting out beside me uh, while I was working today, just sitting at my desk, and I literally had to move it to the floor because I couldn't concentrate as this Hugo. thing. It was like I'm just like, okay, stop looking at me. <laughs> It's so bizarre looking. Yeah, it is definitely nightmare fuel. But but Mine, mine's almost worse because I have the mark like the remnants yes. of marker on it. So it looks I, I said yours looks like it's been in some sort of cat fight. Like it's it looks <laughs> so like beat up. <laughs> but that leads me into uh a hit. Okay. So we've talked, we've sort of talked about this before, where the origins of our love of horror movies come came from. And we've just we've determined a couple of times that it's come from different things. We yeah. thought first it came from Hilarious House of Frightenstein because that was in the early '70s and that was kind of horror based. So we thought that's probably where our like love of horror came from. Um, but I kind of feel like it might have been this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's it. Would definitely be part of it for like, sure. Seriously, like this is look at like he's 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 terrifying. Look at look at look at this crazy yeah, mask he's... like. Yeah. He's almost creepier without the stuff on. Like, is this? <laughs> yes. And and like he's got this like now his now his eye has been sewn shut. Like, why would they give you that? <laughs> like, I don't. Can you see that? That is terrifying. <laughs> that is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, but I. So I feel like 
I feel like this might have been part of between Hilarious House of Frankenstein and Hugo. I feel like this might be where our passion for horror came from without even realizing it because it's so oh, terrifying. It is. It is a terrifying doll. And anyone I've, that's come over and seen it, it's been like, why do you have that on display? It's like it's it's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. I'm surprised no one's made a movie with this yet. Yes. Yes, this would totally this would be a fantastic horror movie. It would it would I, be really good. Yeah, I did maybe, I, I did maybe. find some footage of uh, PB Herman using it in like a, in a stand up sketch. Like really? When he, like in his early days, like he, he had like a sort of a Pee Wee's Playhouse like kind of live thing, and he'd right. use this as a as a, a doctor that would hypnotize people. Like it was pretty. It, yes, I I remember that. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Yeah, he like he's a perfect character for a horror movie. He's like he's like. A more sophisticated Chucky. Yes. Right? Like, <laughs> if somebody possessed... Why is he saluting me right now? I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. He has a mind of his own. <laughs> yeah. So I think... That, so that was a hit for me, is that I think that, like, we, we enjoy things like this because we grew up with things like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the uh, one of my um, hits is that uh, is my only other hit for, okay. for but it doesn't mean that it's like you know it's not doesn't define what I think of it, but um, it's, it's got a kind of a kick ass box. Like I think oh, that the God. packaging for this is actually really cool. It is. Like, it is. Oh, like oh, as a on. kid, like if you get this and it, like it's huge. It is. It's huge and it's really cool. Yeah, the colors are cool. The the images are like look at that. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Like it's a there's a lot of like photos on the box. Um, if you're listening, of like just Hugo into all sorts of different like uh, disguises. There's a kid playing with Hugo on the front. Um, Hugo has since strangled that child. Um, and then <laughs> in, in his sleep, and then, <laughs> but it's it's just so cool. Like it's just a great box. Like it is huge. Like if you were a kid in the '70s, getting that gift, it's just massive. Like it just yeah. looks so cool. Look at how creepy he is. He is so creepy. <laughs> glasses and a weird wig on him. And he's just terrifying. <laughs> yeah. He kind of looks he looks very like no matter all the different like looks. He he looks European or British in like many yes. of the in the looks. He does. Oh, he totally does. Or I, Russian I, I, or oh, like he does there's not one me. like that's me. <laughs> that looks exactly like you. Totally me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i need to get those glasses from you because i've got the sideburns i can totally do that <laughs> That's awesome. yes he, he does he looks very european he, he's totally a man of mystery this guy yeah <laughs> there yeah, are some some of the looks on there are slightly offensive in this day and age but they are we'll, yeah we'll leave it at that he is, he is yep. hugo hugo, he hugo is. doesn't care who he offends or who he scares he's That's a, right. i mean <laughs> It, you don't know who he's going after. He, he's going after the yeah. bad guys. I don't know. I don't know what That's, they look like. The 1970s bad guys. That's who he's going yes, after. Exactly. <laughs> um, I just want to point out too, talking about horror, for, for some reason it also came with this piece of um cloth that's a head wound. It's got this bloody piece on it that you wrap around his head. <laughs> so I don't know why he needs to have a head why, wound. <laughs> why would he have a head wound? I don't know. <laughs> But he does. That's another thing that came with it. I don't know. All right. So, um, okay, I'll give I'll give another hit. Okay. Uh, so I I feel like in the early seventies when he came out, uh, he he was sort of the. I mean, we don't. This isn't 
how we think about things today, but I feel like at the time he was kind of like the anti Barbie. So he was like, like the, the boys version of Barbie, because you know what the Barbie in the seventies or maybe it was in the eighties. I don't remember. was just a bust. They had like a bust version. Yeah. You could do, do her hair and yeah, do her hair, put makeup on her, do whatever. This is kind of like that. Like he's kind of, he's just a bust and you could put hair on him. You could put glasses. You do things. He's kind of like the anti Barbie. (laughs) <laughs> which was kind of cool it kind of balanced out you know the 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 toy market somehow i don't know yeah <laughs> but you know I, I i think that was a cool alternative or a cool like you know there's the the beautiful barbie you can do all this stuff and then there's the grotesque hugo who you can <laughs> you can dress up as well it, you can take your choice whichever whichever appeals to you, it doesn't matter but anyway that's i thought it was kind of cool that that uh that that was they're kind of comparable sort of in that way <laughs> I, guess I, have, uh, I have another miss um right. and i think it's the elephant in the room on this one it's uh the glue stick oh my gosh the glue stick is disgusting um but, yeah. it, it always seemed like so it's a stick of glue but it always seemed like it was melting like all the time it was it was very gross it, look at that thing it's like it's this yeah, it is. Hor- is that, that's I, the original I, glue stick, right? Like, this is the original glue stick. I wait. I have. I don't know why, but I have two of them. This one's even worse. Ew. <laughs> it always seemed like it was always melting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's terrible. It's so and and little piece of hair stick to it. Like <sighs> this is so. And it's, it had a weird odor to it as well. Yep. I seem to remember. It totally does. Um, and the thing is, they they keep pushing all the time that it's non toxic. It's like the uh, see, I look quote the unquote box. non-toxic glue stick. I looked on the box and I don't I don't recall I don't I don't see anywhere where it says non-toxic, but maybe they didn't put that on in There was I saw ads that said it. Like there was ads in comics and stuff, and there was ads oh, that okay. said like non-toxic blue, uh, glue stick. The thing is though, asbestos was supposed to be good for you too, and it wasn't. So this <laughs> is true. So okay, so I've got a little story about this that's that's probably gonna disturb a lot of people. <laughs> Oh, no. So I last time I brought this out was when my son was probably six or seven because I was like, oh, this he's old enough. I could show it to him. It's pretty fun. And so this was probably 10 years ago. And I took out all the accessories and I hadn't taken it out before, like in years before that. So all the accessories and stuff were covered in that brown goop. And we were playing with it. We were sticking it on the dining room table because that's where we just that's where we were. Anyway, we finished cleaning up. Everything was good. We put them all away. And then then we had dinner that night. And we finished dinner. And I was, like, wiping off the table. I saw a little crumb on the table. And instead of wiping it up, I just popped it in my mouth. Because I thought <laughs> I thought it was a piece of my dinner. Nope. It was a hunk of... T- of <laughs> Hugo How Brown. are you alive to tell this tale? I don't know. It was literally one of the most vile moments of my entire life. It what did it taste like? It just ate the glue. Like, I don't think I ate the glue when I was little. Like, I, <laughs> I waited until my 40s to eat the glue. Oh, <laughs> I you would so, do that. I don't know. I was so panicked. I totally thought I was going to die. I was like, should I call poison control? But how are they going to know what, like, how are they going to know how to handle the glue from Hugo from 1975? They're not going to know what that is. I feel like that glue is made like in a special lab and no one really knows what was made out of. It was so gross. It was so like, it was solid, but not at the same time. It was just bizarre. It's just so. You're lucky to still be alive after eating that glue. I know. (laughs) 
like it not only did i eat it like i swallowed it like it's in me like it went down inside me <laughs> no that was who, 10 years ago and, and who pops a crumb <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that's a new phrase now popping a crumb just pop the crumb off the, crumb. the table <laughs> i just popped the crumb <laughs> that was the last crumb i ever popped i'll tell you that much <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> God, that's vile that stuff is so gross yeah, that it was it was disgusting. So today, when I unpacked him, I, at the time I cleaned off his his head, so he's been looking like this for a long time. Today, I unpacked all of the accessories, and they were literally like covered in that goop. This is another chin, by the way. Um, right. And so I actually spent about <laughs> that's a good looking look right there. I actually spent about fifteen minutes. Fortunately, the stuff melts and washes off. I spent about fifteen minutes completely scrubbing down all of the accessories so that I could touch them because I was like, I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to get now. <laughs> anyway. So now my Hugo's back to being feeling like new again. Now, so. now I feel like that glue might've been like a, uh, like a, a new Hugo seed. And now you got a Hugo growing yep. in you now. <laughs> that would not surprise me in the least. Or growing out of your back or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it could very well have been like, that was just, I don't know what was wrong with me. I don't know, but Oh, that was a horrible experience. <laughs> So I'm hoping that the non-toxic that you saw was accurate. <laughs> we'll find me. out. We will find out. <laughs> yes. Your anyway, test that... case number one. I'm sure some kid ate that glue as a kid. I'm sure they oh, did. But... 100% they did. Well, but the, but the whole thing with Hugo is that you could put the accessories on your own face. Like they actually advertise that on the box. Like you can put the hair and you can put the stuff on. So you know that somebody covered this chin in glue and stuck it on hugo and then went hey that would look good on me and went bonk and stuck it on themselves <laughs> or the or the teeth they put the teeth on hugo covered it in glue and were like hey i could do that and stuck it in their mouth like <laughs> oh, of course God. they did that <laughs> so disgusting that was the worst part of this whole thing for me was the glue because it glued yeah. it was what that kind of glue to that never really goes away so it's always no. sort of sticky and then it gets on your hands and you can't get yeah. it off it's like no it was it like the blob like the residue. yes <laughs> it just keeps <laughs> growing and, and expanding it does it leaves and it leaves a weird residue like i i've got the i've even got the the original instructions that that came with this and you can see i don't know if you can you can kind of see that it's upside it's down the, turn it oh, over there you go you can kind of see that it's got that glue residue all oh yeah it's, it. it's burnt its way through the paper yeah like and there's <laughs> no getting that but see here look see here's like a picture of the kid encouraging you to stick the stuff to your face well that kid's got that mustache stuck to his face obviously with the same glue how else has he got it on there <laughs> and now he's missing a chin after it's eaten away in his flesh yes. over like 30 <laughs> it's years terrible. Oh my god! It's so, so, it's bad. so yeah. Here, here, here's how to here's how to apply the glue. Is you stick, you wrap it all the way around the outside, and then you stick it to your own face. <laughs> no, no, that's nasty. It's just nasty. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was actually my last miss. I had written down toxic glue. <laughs> so, oh yeah, <laughs> we're on the same page with the hits and misses on this one. <laughs> I think I don't really have any more misses. I just have like some wrap up. But other than all that, all right, let's let's wrap this puppy up. <laughs> okay, so do you think this still holds up today? Yes, I totally. I think like for the creepy. I think it's changed now, though. As adults, I think now it's the creepy factor. Yeah, right. that's exactly what it is. It's like yeah. it's enjoyable because it's like I actually went and bought one because it's like I've never had one as a kid and it's so creepy looking. 
yeah. So here's another real quick story about how creepy it is. When Loop and I go to fan uh, fan expo or or Comic Con, stop it. <laughs> um, we go with two of our friends, Mike and Andrew. For whatever reason, for a couple of years, Andrew decided to bring his Hugo with him. <laughs> That's, it was Mike that brought it. Mike had. Oh, Hugo. was it Mike who brought? Okay, yeah, yeah. Mike brought his Hugo with him and would like stick because we'd share a hotel room. Would stick it in the bed so you'd like come and come come and home and you'd get in the bed and this Hugo would be lying there on your pillow. <laughs> it was horrible. It was horrifying, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> we should all bring our Hugos like this. We year. really should have a Hugo convention. <laughs> yeah. I, so yes, I think it, I think it totally holds up because it is it now there's, well, I mean, there's obviously the nostalgia of it, but it's just, it's so creepy and weird that there's just nothing like it anywhere else. Like it's just so such a unique Boy. <laughs> what do you oh think <laughs> yeah i think it's it was super unique and i think now looking back at how creepy it was i think yeah. it makes it better i think it's it just it's more exciting to have one because it's just such a some it's a it's a, a piece to talk about if someone comes over they're like either they remember i when i bought this i posted it and people started posting pictures with their hugos yes. because they think like, everyone seemed to have one like or like a lot of people still had them because it's yep. such a weird toy it's just a it bizarre is. toy because because it's so weird looking and uh I, I just i absolutely love it i think it's just so cool and I, I but like at the time i'm like you look back as for my own kid to play with it i'd be like yeah, i don't know it's kind of like like with its toxic glue and everything else <laughs> but yeah i'll give it i'm gonna give it the thumbs up for like staying in the test of time because we're still talking about it yep. now and it, it's not like a lost toy that we couldn't stand and we never looked at again. This is like a toy that still stuck sticks with us because it's so exactly. weird. And it's almost 50 years old. Like this is almost 50 years ago that this thing came out and it's still entertaining us. Like that's a pretty big deal. That's why I still, I I think you're right. They need to capitalize on this and make a movie. Like, come on, <laughs> we, we would we would be first in line to go see the, the Hugo movie. <laughs> oh, 100%, 100%. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Well, I think uh, I think Hugo Hugo's gotten enough screen time in the yep. <laughs> today, so uh, we'll put Hugo away. He'll be yep. he'll just sit and stare at us in the night and while we're sleeping, uh, and that's uh, <laughs> back on him there. There we go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and thanks for listening. Uh, again, check out our socials. And uh, again, if if you're want a shirt, we do have prices for them and stuff like that. So send us a message, and uh, we'll see if we can get you one. And other than that, like, thanks for listening. And this is our first episode. I, I, my goal is to do more than we did last, se last season. That's always our goal. That's our yeah, goal. Every... Is, I think we did like 12 last season or something. Yeah. It was like our most we've done. So I think we can yeah. beat that. We've already started early, which is the first yes. time we've started this early. In fact, I think yeah. you had the teaser, which we, we, we put on our site, like probably like a week ago now, or four, four or five days ago, you, yep. uh, you had the, the trailer done after like almost right after last season, you're already yep. set and ready to go. Rose. Where we're going, we don't need roads. That's right. We had the logo made up. We had the teaser. We were like, we're gung-ho. Season six is it, baby. We're, we're in. Yeah, we're ready. Uh, we're this is what, we're coming to a peak right now. This is where this yeah. is like where our peak geekness is happening. Peak geek. We're, this is peak <laughs> geek right now. <laughs> Absolutely. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek. Bye-bye. Oh, no, no. Stop, <laughs> please stop. <laughs>
Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.